Yo. Welcome back to Good Vibes in Ohio. It's been a minute. My bad. We're back though. Figured it's 420. I'd get a something silly like a top five on a couple things going for you guys. We'll get it going here in just a second. Yeah, guys, uh, sorry it's been so long since the last podcast. Uh, I think I mentioned just kind of um, once I started doing the podcast, I got super busy just kind of doing some other things and just, you know, random things in life popping up. So I figured I'd slow things down before I started uh, biting off more than I could chew, you know, and just kind of get back into the routine of things. And and today I figured it would be a good day just to kind of jump back into things. You know, you got to walk before you can run. So I figured I'd loosen up on the mic today, kind of get back into some editing and stuff today. I'm on 420. I figured it's, it's a good day as cliche and goofy as that is. So um, just a couple quick housekeeping things before I jump into the, the, the solo cast on the top five. Anytime I, I hear that housekeeping, I think of the, the Hispanic uh, maid from Family Guy. Housekeeping, housekeeping. No, 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 Miss, Mr. Peter, no here right now. I know a lot of people are like raised on like the Simpsons and like South Park, but I was definitely like a family guy kid. Me and my brother and sister and my buddies were all family guy kids. So a lot of my references are from, from family guy and, and probably SpongeBob a lot too. But yeah, I've just been doing some stuff. Um, you know, I kind of enjoy doing again, getting back into yoga um, every day, like maybe 15 minutes, still trying to work up to that full 45. Um, been reading a little bit. Uh, I know I kind of veered off since the um, book club episode. I've been reading How to Build Confidence and Win at Life by Corey Gregory. Um, that's kind of, again, just like a self-help book, I guess you consider, but he was like a coal miner from Ohio that, you know, is a bodybuilder and has owns all these companies and has partnered with Arnold Schwarzenegger and all those people solving a Rubik's Cube. Um, I know it sounds kind of stupid just to go on YouTube and watch how to do it, but once you learn it, it's pretty easy. I, I learned maybe back in I don't know, maybe over the winter I learned and then have since forgotten. And I've just been doing it like once every day, maybe once in the morning, once at night, just to kind of retrain my brain and, and stuff like that, learning new stuff and figuring other stuff out. But I definitely want to get back into the podcast again. I enjoyed having my brother on, enjoyed having Peyton on. So I definitely want to, you know, hop back into doing doing some stuff like that. Everything's kind of seemed like it slowed down. But um, if you guys weren't able to check out those episodes, those are episodes I'm really kind of super proud of with stuff. And I've, you know, kind of bonded with people over and just reinvigorated, you know, certain relationships in in kind of just a a way to sit down and talk to people. Because as much as you interact with people, as much as you're on social media, realistically, like how often do you sit down for 25 minutes or 45 minutes or however long and just unattentively have a conversation with someone, you know, um, you, you know, you learn a lot about a person and and their sense of humor and, and things they've been through. And you just, talk about things you're like I never thought about that I never even talked about this or or, you know hearing new ideas that they have but um so make sure you check out uh, episode six was with my brother that's a a good almost hour-long podcast I I enjoyed the length some people have since told me that it definitely seems a little long so we'll kind of play with that still but that's a good episode that's my favorite one I've done so far um ideally that's the the format I want to keep and and how I want to maintain the podcast going forward but also the episode um number five with Peyton is really good so that's about the East Palestine train derailment he had to go evacuate his grandparents and you know just keeps in contact with friends and family that are still part of that community so that's a good um just reference point for some of that stuff that happened with a personal experience and then episode four my brother again um spent a three-day 
retreat in Oregon with some St. Benedictine monks, and he just shares his experience, you know, upon meditating and some stuff um, that he did there and just that experience. So those are things I'm super proud of. You know, like I said, the, I'm sure those guys are super proud of it too. Um, so if you guys wouldn't mind checking that out. Also, Instagram, Good Vibes in Ohio. Give us a follow. Um, question, com comments, inquiries, concerns, any fun stuff. Good Vibes in Ohio at gmail.com. Since the last podcast, also um, the po uh, Good Vibes in Ohio, the podcast has received uh, over 300 listens. Uh, I've said it before, with when it reached 100, I know 300 sounds so dumb when viral things get thousands, millions, you know, billions of views. I think freaking Gangnam Style has on YouTube, but that's something I'm super proud of. Just just with something that I started, you know, two months ago, almost three months ago, just on my own, just me doing this with people that I care about and, and friends and the resources that I have. And I'm super grateful for everyone that's listened or, or shown someone else too. Um, so again, you know, if you guys haven't told someone about that, the podcast or anything, um, definitely, you know, just mention to someone that you think might enjoy some of those conversations. They're pretty interesting. If, um, you know, if you're into kind of some of this stuff, I really do appreciate that. Anyways, into my top top five list here today. Um, so I got, I don't know, I had like a five top five and then I figured maybe I'll do top five holidays. Today's 420. Like I said, I know it sounds stupid to be like, oh, 420 is like a holiday and stuff like that. But for people that smoke weed, it's a holiday, man. What do you want to do? Um, drinkers have St. Patrick's Day and I don't know, I feel like holidays anymore are genuinely just like a, a scam for the economy just to get people to spend money and sell stuff like that. Maybe not by like Hallmark, but it is what it is. A lot of the holidays are just based on goofy things that aren't even like real anymore or don't even matter. Like in our historical society, as much as we should, you know, revel in the past and history and important events, a lot of it is kind of goofy. But I'll bang out top five holidays. We got 420. We got Halloween. Um, as a kid, I, I mean, I mentioned this in previous podcasts or just people that know me personally. I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness. They don't really celebrate holidays, so I never really – there's, a you know, maybe two or three Halloweens that I remember as a kid. But as an adult, Halloween, I love the I love the fall. Um, just kind of – it's football season. It's kind of getting cold. You can start wearing some hoodies, start, you know, dressing in clothes. I hate the winter, though, so that's one thing that sucks. But just hanging out, it's, it's spooky out. You know, it's kind of romantic in a certain way, the fall, just – haunted houses all that stuff so i love halloween you can dress up i was spider-man this past year um if you guys saw that um i love summer i i wanted to say the fourth of july but i hate fireworks man i think they should be illegal dude and i'm i i don't you shouldn't make stuff illegal like it is what it is but dude i hate fireworks i got cat i have a cat i've had cats in the past man animals hate fireworks i feel bad for people that have any type of ptsd from just anything like that or people that are overstimulated by sounds or vibrations or just anything like that man i hate fireworks so i didn't say the fourth of july we just said summertime my birthday's in the summer maybe as a kid we are programmed to be off the summer so it is like a big vacation man but i do think sometimes like how i would function as a person and maybe where i would be at in life if if how motivated I would be if I grew up somewhere where it was sunny more than more than June, July, and August. Um, so I love the summertime. I love Thanksgiving. Um, I love to eat. I normally, you know, probably work sometimes, but um, eating just food, hanging out with family, friends, Friendsgivings are kind of like a thing now. I've kind of popped in a couple of those. Normally I'll catch the Cowboys game at 425. They'll put up a good fight and then ultimately probably lose to the Raiders in overtime or something. So 
and I love Christmas again. I never really celebrated Christmas as a kid. I can remember two or three with like, you know, the, the typical kid Christmas as much as I did go over to like aunts and uncles and get presents and stuff like that. But I have a niece or I, I have a, a niece now. She's only nine months old. I have a nephew who's who's five. So he's kind of that's kind of when you start becoming a person. So um, Christmas is exciting for kids. It is, you know, romantic in a way too. I keep using that word, but it is fun just to feel love. I know some people just are Grinches and curmudgeons about Christmas and I get it, man, but I don't know. It's, it's like the only time where you're like allowed to be like overly joyous and happy for like no reason as miserable as the weather might be. I think we just got a storm this past, um, this past Christmas. I mentioned my nephew, quick story about my nephew. So, <clears throat> so I listened to a podcast that was with Russell Brand. I think it was on Joe Rogan perhaps, or maybe another podcast, but he was talking about someone that he had known that overheard a conversation between like his child or his nephew and niece or whatever. And the one was like a baby and the other one was like maybe three or four, just kind of when you're able to talk and stuff. But the older child said to the baby, like, Hey, tell me what heaven was like. I'm starting to forget. And that's always stuck with me. And, and I, I don't know. I've always just thought about like where we come from and stuff. So over the past holiday, I think it was Thanksgiving. I was over at my brother's with my, my nephew and my niece. And, um, there was, you know, baby pictures on the wall. So I was asking Atlas, my nephew, um, he's five now. He just turned five in March, but I said, Oh, do you know, do you remember these pictures being taken, you know, being taken? Do you remember these pictures? And he, you know, he was kind of cheating and just describing what happened. And, you know, although I was with mommy, I, you know, we were dressed like whatever. Um, and then, you know, so I was like, there was one with him in the bait, you know, with her, with him in his mom's belly. So I was like, Oh, do you remember this picture being taken? And I was almost kind of prying, like, you know, do you remember kind of where you were at before this? Because he was only four at the time, four and a half. He's almost five. Like I can remember five years ago. I can remember 2018. So I feel like for him as a five-year-old to remember what happened before that, because I don't know how you guys are like a lot of my, my like earliest memories are maybe like four or five and then everything else like that is kind of faded out. Even some of my quote unquote earliest memories are genuinely just like photographs that I've seen. So I feel like my memory almost deceives me. Like I remember that, but realistically, like if I saw any picture from that time, I would probably like remember that photographs are weird in that way, but also in the way that you could have a, see a picture and be like, bro, I don't remember that picture at all. Back to Atlas. So, um, his in-laws, my, my brother's in-laws, um, Atlas's grandparents on his mother's side were, you could tell they were kind of weirded out, getting a little uncomfortable, like they're, you know, just typical grandparents, whatever. So I, I kind of cut it off, but I've even been telling my friends that have kids like, Hey, if, you know, if you get a chance to pry where they were before that, you know, before they were people like, fuck, do it, you know, let me know, you know, they joke, like, I'll tell you where he was before that, you know, and grab their balls and stuff. But but um, so we we went and saw the the new Super Mario Brothers movie, which is a really good movie. If you guys didn't get get a chance to see it, I'm not you know paid to say that, so whatever. I wish, but go see uh, the new Mario movie. Anyways, there's a part in it where Peach is talking about sh how she um doesn't remember her life before arriving at at the um the Mushroom Kingdom. She just that just that she arrived. So short, like literally right after she had kind of said that, Atlas leans over to me. Like I said, he's five. He leans over to me and he says, "I don't I don't really remember before." And I said, he kind of caught me off guard. I didn't really hear what he said. I said, uh, what, buddy? And then he says, yeah, before I was just sleeping. And then he kind of cuts away. It just like leans back over towards my brother, like whatever. But I didn't really get a chance to interrogate him. My brother did give me permission to maybe pick his brain a little bit. But that was something cool I wanted to share. It just really stuck with me, like I said, because I had kind of been prying with that with him before. And then that was almost like unprovoked for him to come to me about that. But um, so if you guys got kids and they're little kids and they can remember stuff, find out what they remember from where they were at before they got here and how they got here and like stuff like that.
that's my holiday top five list. Um, some of these aren't going to necessarily be in any specific order. I might give maybe a countdown on some of them, but I got uh, top five actors, I guess, of this generation, um, or at least that, you know, I want it what you know i want to freaking say like john wayne that's not my generation so again maybe not in any uh particular order but these are my personal opinions but also actors that could qualify they're not just like some unknown actor that like nobody knows like the freaking running back from friday night lights that was in like tron and four brothers so um that's garrett headland he's a good actor Top five would be danny devito man danny devito doesn't get enough credit for being just a cool person like, how, how many people, if you look like Danny DeVito, like, how many people would thrive like Danny DeVito's thrived? As a person, as a character, as, like, an internet meme at this point, but also, too, just his acting skills, like, and he grew up, too, with, like, Robert De Niro and, like, freaking Dustin Hoffman or whatever his name is, like, doing coke in L.A., just being a party boy. So you gotta love that, but also The Penguin and The Batman, just so many goofy movies, and any more just as Frank Reynolds in um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, man, that's, him and Charlie are one of my favorite characters together. Um, Anthony Hopkins, man, Anthony Hopkins, obviously from um, Hannibal, but so many other good movies, like scary movies. The one movie I distinctly remember him in was... So again, I didn't. I was like selling tickets for the Halloween dance, but I wasn't allowed to go to the actual Halloween dance because it was like Halloweeny. So me and um, my brother, I think, went over to my friend's house, and then his. We just rented a movie with his dad, and the movie they rented was the world's fastest Indian about the guy that like, I don't know if he broke the like the land speed record or something on like an Indian motorcycle, in the salt flats in Utah. Anthony Hopkins was that actor, so Anthony Hopkins gets a lot of credit from me. Christian Bale um, is is just such a good actor in anything he does. He's he's Batman. He's my Batman, I guess. Um, but yeah, Christian Bale just his ability to change his body and just to play the different dynamic roles. Like he's just just a good actor. Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, just obviously, I I really don't have anything to say about that. And then number five or number one, I guess, depending on however you want to go. Michael Keaton, man, again, I just said uh, Christian Bale was my Batman, but Michael Keaton is Batman. Michael Keaton just, my favorite role he does is um, the, the Bed Bath & Beyond guy from The Other Guys. He's so funny in that, just like, love Michael Keaton. Top five actors. Um, like I said, for my opinion that I guess you could be like, you know what, I get your argument. We got top five bands. Again, I might run these. Yeah, five, four, three, two, one. We'll, we'll call it that. Five, four, three, two, one. Again, they're not going to be bands that most people haven't like heard of. So I, I try to keep to maintain these in like some sort of value with you know what I mean. Like, oh, I could see them being like a realistic band in there. We're gonna say the Foo Fighters, man. Uh, from Youngstown, Dave Grohl's from Warren. You know the Youngstown area, whatever. That's awesome. Dave Grohl Alley is in Warren. If you guys haven't been there, um, there's a little bar in there, a brewery, uh, Modern Methods right in there. I think there's a couple other shops in there too, but check out Dave Roll Alley. He's just a legend with just as a person, as a character, as a, just a rock hero. Um, so Foo Fighters, um, awesome nineties. They, I think they just put a new, uh, single out at least, but I think they do have a new album coming out. Also, they just lost the drummer Taylor Hawkins. I think his, his son is the new drummer now, but, um, love the Foo Fighters. So many of their songs are just like amazing songs. Monkey Wrench is on rock band world tour or rock band two or whatever freaking everlong might be my favorite song of all time it's just um number four red hot chili peppers i just love that like funky rock i love the vibe of them just like again i if i i wonder what i'd be like if i grew up in southern california or something so i i like anthony big fan of anthony kiedis flea such a cool guy uh we're gonna say three number uh blink 182 i know that's kind of weird to say but i'm definitely one thing i, I don't know if 
I don't know. It's weird when you kind of start to look inward and like kind of see how other people see you and see how you see yourself. And it's like, I've always kind of described myself as like punk, maybe like even stylistically, but even just like my personality, maybe it was just being called like a punk growing up. But any type of like punk music I love, Blink-182 is definitely like 90s, early 2000s, like for sure. And then just the characters within the band, um, the you know, the one guy is the super UFO guy. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, what is it? Mark Hobbes. I can't remember the other guy's name, and then freaking uh, Tom DeLonge is the UFO guy, and then Mark Hoppus, and then Travis Barker's the drummer, and he's just like an icon in so many ways. I guess the only knock you could say on him is he's like married to whatever Kardashian, but like I'm not into that stuff, so I don't care. But um, just what a legend he is, though, like in Blink-182, but also I don't know if you like how much music, like new, modern, like whatever type of music, alt music people listen to, but he's definitely like a godfather to so many different artists. Like he's in... Uh, obviously like MGK, um, but like Willow Smith, there's this guy, Kenny Hoopla, he does, um, but yeah, he's just always like on just, you know, just promoting new people's shit, I think he worked with Suicide Boys on one of their albums, um, so he just is always pushing new stuff and different types of music, I love Travis Barker, not to mention he freaking survived a plane crash, dude, how crazy is that, if you guys didn't listen to him, again, on Joe Rogan, I'm sorry to keep plugging Joe Rogan, but it's, it's, it's just, again, if you sit down and talk with someone for, for three hours about when they fucking walked through a plane crash and, like, your, his leg was on fire and all that crazy shit, like, um, yeah, man, listen to that if you guys didn't get a chance, but what a cool person, number two, Rage Against the Machine, um, that's definitely like, I don't know, man, I like I'm an anarchist at heart in so many ways and just like fuck the system and fuck this, fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. Like if you didn't see them, I think they were on like the BBC <clears throat> and, um, if you guys didn't watch that, look that up for sure. But, um, they were supposed to go on the BBC and the BBC told them they couldn't swear and stuff like that. And so they like the whole song, they, they bleeped out their words. They didn't swear. And then it came to that part, like, fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. And they just like screamed it. And it's just like, I don't know, man. That, again, that's kind of the punk. Maybe that sounds like gorny, corny and goofy to say, but like I'm being candid with stuff. <clears throat> so I love Rage Against the Machine. Uh, Machine, Zach De La Rocha um, is just a badass. And then also too, it's crazy. Like sound or audio slave is literally just um, the lead singer, Chris Cornell. It was just all the members of Rage Against the Machine with Chris Cornell. Like that's pretty cool. But uh, Tom Morello is probably my favorite guitarist. I love his just like funky style. Number one is Nirvana, man. What an like iconic, just trio of people. I love trios. Any band that's like a trio, I feel like I have so much respect for because you're like singing guitar and you got a bass or you got a drummer, you're doing it. Like, you know, you don't have all these glitz and glamour. You got bands that have like six members. It's like, what the fuck is, what the fuck are half those guys doing? If you got Nirvana, you got Blink-182 bands like Seether that have three members that are just like rocking it, man. So... Obviously, the story of Kurt Cobain um, is just an icon. The the bassist is a weird guy, Kurt Novalesk or something like that. He's pretty low-key and quiet, but goes back to Dave Grohl, man. The drummer, you know, Nirvana, Dave Grohl, what a legend. And two, I feel like the dream of, like, so many different brands is to almost become more than, like, what they are. And in a certain way, like, Nirvana, at least maybe more than any other band besides, like, maybe the Beatles. Like, I feel like at least nowadays kids, like, I don't. I didn't even know Nirvana was a band. I thought it was a clothing company. You know what I mean? It's like no other band has done that in the way that Nirvana has. Besides, like maybe the Beatles and maybe the Misfits too. I was just talking about this. Like I don't know if I know a single Misfits song off the top of my head, but like maybe if you put a Misfits song on and I heard it, I would probably I might know. I'll be like, oh, this is the Misfit. But they have that that classic what you know black T-shirt with the white skull on it. Like everybody sees that and knows that's the Misfits, even if you don't know what the fuck the Misfits are.
these next ones are going to be my, I guess, top five uh, favorite rappers. Again, that could be, I don't know, maybe if these couldn't be considered all time, but whatever. Again, I try to keep them, like, relevant to, like, decently named people instead of kind of, like, low-key underground people like Suicide Boys or whatever. So maybe these might not necessarily be in order, at least, whatever. Um, Kid Cudi, man, I love Kid Cudi so much. Um, just his personality, like, how much he's changed, just... Um, I don't know, just Man on the Moon 1, Man on the Moon 2. I feel like um, I own two vinyls. One's Man on the Moon 2, and one is um, Kid See Ghost, Kanye West, and Kid Cudi. And I feel like Kanye was at his best when he was with Kid Cudi, man. Kid Cudi just has such a melody to him. And I don't know, he's changed kind of a lot. People hate on him now. He wears, like, wedding dresses or whatever. I don't care, man. I, I like his personality. I like what he stands for. I like his, just a lot of stuff he does. So um, he writes, you know, produces... Um, he has the movie on Netflix called Intergalactic. I think he has, so there's a song called Intergalactic. I think he started doing a show called Intergalactic. Um, there's an album called Intergalactic that goes along with the movie, and it's just like an animated movie. He does the voice for it. Um, I just love Kid Cudi, man. Uh, like I said, as a person and as a musician, so. Schoolboy Q might be the most underrated rapper. I feel like he has, I don't know, man. If he doesn't get the respect he deserves, just every music he makes is just, is a, every song he makes is just a banger. Like, beats that are just hard. He's a good rapper, good verses. His voice is just good. I love Schoolboy Q. Um, I'm say ASAP Rocky. I love ASAP. I love the vibe. I love just all about him. Plus, he's he's dating, uh, married to Rihanna, has kids with Rihanna, and she's, um, anybody that knows me knows she's my, you know, ultimate number one goddess of all time. Just so shout out ASAP Rocky. I love his music. I love just so many different styles of music too. He's good as the main artist. He's good on a feature. Um, Long Live ASAP is probably like one of my favorite albums of all time for sure. Um, and definitely that probably is too. I, I don't know. <clears throat> I always say rap music hit a peak from like kind of 2012 to like 2014, kind of in that era, like ASAP Rocky, School EQ. Um, nah, I wasn't too big of a fan of Odd Future, but just all those, all that music, like Mac Miller, he's kind of next on the list. But, um, but again, maybe that's just kind of like was my coming of age music when I started kind of doing shit I like doing and kind of becoming an adult, you know, to being 20, 21, 22 years old. So I don't mean that, you know, when people are talking about Tupac and Biggie, I'm not hating. I could definitely get like it's a nostalgia thing too, because like I said, I'm saying rap music hit a peak in 2012, 2014, but I don't know. I still listen to music like that in 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020 even had some good, um, rap music. <clears throat> Mac Miller, I love Mac Miller, I've always loved Mac Miller, man, um, R.I.P., um, I know, kind of, once you pass away, people definitely kind of blow your legacy out of proportion, but Mac Miller was one of those guys, man, I felt like I really kind of grew up with him in a weird way, just being like a skinny, goofy white dude, man, and he was from Pittsburgh, which is kind of a close city, but I remember being in high school, my one buddy, his older brother had like a Mitsubishi Lancer, it was like a silver Mitsubishi Lancer. And we used to, used to ride around in that, man, and just bump Mac Miller and just feel so cool at 16, 17 years old. <clears throat> and then kind of growing up, me and my other buddy, uh, maybe right after college, we were kind of both back home and just working. And we would just, he had this walk-in closet that we would have like two Xbox screens or two screens on. One would have like an Xbox and the other one would just have on like whatever. And we'd just, you know, put a curtain up and we would just smoke just for hours on and hours and hours and hours. And we'd play Xbox on the one TV and listen to music on the other on the other TV. And so much of that was just Mac Miller, man. Just, um, I don't even know the song Donald Trump, which had a different meaning back then. Um, I, I don't know, man, just so much of that music, and then I guess his kind of like, oh, his kind of weird, goofy, um, Objects in the Mirror, what's that album, um, watching a movie with the lights on, or with the sound off, or whatever, 
definitely just kind of like experimenting with stuff myself, just kind of getting into similar vibes and similar stuff like that too, but also um, just his later stuff. Swimming, I didn't really fuck with until after he died, but my favorite song of his might be 2009. Um, I remember uh, they do those Tiny Desk concerts on YouTube, so it's just Mac Miller, Tiny Desk. Um, and when he says the 2009 on that, man, it just makes you want to cry. Like anytime I listen to it, it's just like, damn, that stuff is just like, damn. But Mac Miller's one of those guys too. He has so many different like characters and like personalities and like, just like, I don't know. I appreciate those people. Like when he does something different, it's like almost like a different person. It's like a different character. Like when he's a producer, it's, um, Larry Fisherman. That's his, his producer, um, tag, I guess. And then he's also, he has another rap moniker, um, Delusional Thomas. He has a whole like LP or whatever of Delusional Thomas. I think that, I think it's called, um, Grandpa Used to Carry a Flask or something, but, and then he does have songs as well that are like Mac Miller featuring Delusional Thomas. I think The Star Room is probably the most famous one of those, but he also, um, had like a secret, not like a secret Instagram, whatever, but he had this just like, you know, douchebag vape character named Lars, and the name of it was like Cloudy, Cloudy with a Chance of something like that, Cloudy with a Chance of Vapes or something, I don't know what it is, um, and then he's also been on, like, Odd Future. I think he was in, like, Scary Movie 4 or something with Snoop Dogg. So I just love Mac Miller, again, as, like, a skinny, goofy, white dude, whatever. I've always loved Mac and just empathized with Mac. So R.I.P. Mac. And then um, maybe not number one. Like, sure, well, fuck it, Kanye. Man, you can say what you want to say. But as a musical artist, as just, like, a, a musical genius and lyricist and just, like, so many different things, is like, Kanye is crazy and, and just, like, you know, graduation, so many good albums from Kanye, so many good singles, so many good, um, features from him too, but also like, um, he has a, if you go to YouTube and look up, what's it called, All Falls Down, or something like that, I think that's the name of the song, All Whatever Down, and he did it as a spoken word, so that was the original rendition of the song, was a spoken word, you know, like speech and debate in high school, um, so he went in front of a, you know, a big famous crowd, I think like most deaf was there, but he, like I said, that was the original rendition of the song, so it's just the lyrics of that song, but it's him just doing it, you know, raw, no music, the original version of it, and um, it's just, like, beautiful, it's crazy, and people that say they don't like Kanye, there's, I don't know, there's different versions and mashups of songs that are, like, if you heard it, you wouldn't even hear, like, you wouldn't even listen to it as Kanye, like, there's a Pop Goes Punk, punk album, like, you know, punk bands make popular music, and one of them is, um, Runaway, and that sounds so dumb, but it's like, if you listen to music like that, but hey, Kanye, like, listen to that version of that song, and be like, bro, this is cool, um, and then there's, like, a brand new, con uh, the band is brand new, they have serious allegations against the singer, um, but it's, the, the, it's Jesus Christ is, I think, the brand new song, and then it's a mashup of Kanye's Jesus Walks, and it's just like, damn, Kanye, like, when you hear, you just hear music in different tones, it's, it's different, but those would be the top five for those. Um, the next one's kind of silly. I don't know. It's fun to talk about, like, who would play me in a movie? If we ever made a biopic about me, like, who would play me? So, I, I don't know. <laughs> you talk about stuff like that. I was talking the other day. I, I've, I have yet to meet, like, somebody that actually, like, looks like me or, like, an actor that I seriously is like, yes, that is me. So, um, these ones are just kind of like a vibe thing or some of them are funny. Um, I would pick Michael B. Jordan. Again, we're going to do, like, top five. He'd be number five. I think that'd be funny just to throw in a wrench in, a wrench in things because... I obviously don't look like anything like Michael B. Jordan. So I feel like that would just throw a whole wrench in people's like persp perspective of me and like what my life was like and stuff like that. And it'd just be like kind of out of place. Um, 
Timothy Chalamet, I think that's how you say his name. I think he's just a good-looking guy. We got a similar flow with our hair when I kind of grow mine out a little bit. So I think that maybe that gets some some spark into my story. Um, Tom Holland, I was Spider-Man for Halloween. I was Tom Holland Spider-Man, even though Toby Toby Maguire is my Spider-Man. Um, dyed my hair black, so I was like, Tom Holland's a good actor. We got similar builds. Um, Charlie Day would be the next one. I've I've been told you know by certain friends. Um, I remember when Horrible Bosses came out, they went, two of my buddies went and saw Horrible Bosses, and it's, so it's the three friends, and they were, they hit me, you know, hit me up like, dude, you are Charlie Day, and then now watching It's Always Sunny, just like, people that know me, like, in my manic, frantic energy, it's like, I'm definitely Charlie Day, like, what's this, what's going on, I'm kind of an idiot, like, my head's up my ass, I'm in my own world, and like, that's definitely the character that I would play, but again, just kind of small, skinny, white, mousy guys, but the number one, I feel like I've always loved this guy, and he's definitely been through some shit, but I'd pick Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, I loved him in Even Stevens, I loved him in Holes, that's still like an all-time, let like, one of my favorite movies, man, I love Holes, but Shia LaBeouf is a person, I love his energy, I love just like, I don't know, we both have similar, like, kind of like white trash vibes, he's 5'9", I looked this up, he's 5'9", 158, I'm, eh, I'm 5'9", I'm my license says I'm 5'9", and I'm like, eh, buck 35, so maybe, you know, if he lost some weight, we'd have some similar builds, but those would be the top five actors I'd pick me to play in a movie. And then the last one is going to be my top five favorite artists. So this is going to lead into my next podcast. If you guys follow that Instagram, Good Vibes in Ohio. Um, my last post said our next episode, but uh, like I said, I threw this one in just to kind of get warmed up. So my top five favorite artists um, over the past two weeks ago now at this point, And then last week, I think I went to the Cleveland Museum of Art and then the Butler Art Museum in Youngstown. So um, I just saw some pieces of art I'd never seen before by some of my favorite artists. So this list is going to kind of lead into that ne- next episode, which is just going to talk about, um, you know, visiting the museums and some of the some of the pieces I saw and what I liked about them. Um, so this one's a solo cast. The next one's going to be a solo cast, too. Like I said, this is going to lead into that next episode. So top five favorite artists is going to be Sean Koss. So I've promoted him or at least mentioned him before um, on this podcast before. He's just a guy from, um, I, I don't know, he... Cuyahoga Falls, Akron area. Um, he's just an artist. Uh, he worked for that Explosum.com company. That's kind of how I initially found him. Um, and then he has a, that clothing company, Any Means Necessary. Um, I wear a lot of their stuff. I post some of their stuff, repost their stuff, like their stuff. So um, he's my, you know, my favorite artist. I've gotten to know him kind of a little bit as a person. So um, that's definitely cool. I'm, you know, anytime you can support somebody that you know as a person instead of, you know, I mean, con- instead of paying $220 for a pair of Kanye shoes or $70 for a shirt you don't care about, like, you know, b- buying a $30 shirt from a, from a cool guy from Akron that's overcome some stuff and is a, an artist. And he actually just had his art show. I think I mentioned on one of the previous podcasts, too. He had just his first and his last art show um, a couple weeks ago last month um, that I attended. So that was cool. Next would be Salvador Dali. Um, so I have a print of his hanging in my apartment. I've always loved him. He's best, um, well known for his, the melting clocks. Um, that's kind of his vibe and stuff, but his artwork. And, um, again, I'll touch a lot on kind of why I'm a fan of these artists, I guess more in the next episode. I, I won't elongate this one any longer, but Salvador Dali, um, Francisco Goya would be the next one. Um, he's just like a Spanish painter, painter from the 1800s. Um, he's famous for, I guess maybe Saturn eats his son might be his most famous. He might have another one that's more famous than that. Um, Vincent Van Gogh, he's pretty famous for just so much stuff. I don't have to, to ramble on. And then, um, Hieronymus Bosch. So he's from like, I want to say like the 1500s or something. Um, I think he's a Dutch painter, but he just has some cool stuff. I, I can't even think of the names of, of some of the stuff he might even be known for, but, 
Um, again, I'll touch on some of this stuff next episode. I don't want to just keep going. This one was kind of long enough for a solo cast, but I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you guys sticking around. Um, keep an eye out for that next episode. I'll try to promote that and plug that one a little bit more. Um, kind of as it's coming up, I'm I'm kind of doing some research on some of that stuff just to make that one a more well-researched and uh, articulate uh, episode than me just rambling. So, um, again, follow that Instagram, Good Vibes in Ohio. Gmail good vibes in Ohio at gmail.com and then be sure to check out those last episodes guys again um, next one I'll, I'll try to put out uh, this next upcoming week but you know in the meantime I got that that hour-long episode with my brother um, just about some stuff some solipsism some religion um, some some language how, how language influences the way we think and just just some of our thoughts on some stuff like that and then that episode with Peyton um, about East Palestine train derailment and he's a cool guy. We were just talking um, today, actually, about getting together sometime soon, maybe next month as I'm gearing up for more stuff. And then episode four again with my brother about his three-day meditation retreat. So I appreciate you guys. Thanks for everything. Have a good one.